Good morning, this is Father Stosh Daly, and I'm welcoming you to the Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month of February here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. In the studio this morning, I am once again joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson as we enter into the Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday. And I invite you to please join me as we begin this hour by praying the morning offering. Before we enter into the morning offering, I share with you the intention for this month of February that comes from our Holy Father, Pope Francis. The intention for this month is for the comfort for all those who are afflicted, that those who are afflicted, especially the poor, refugees, and the marginalized, may find welcome and comfort in our communities. Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father in this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Here we are, back again, St. Gabriel Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to be here. Entering into this month of February, we uh, can't help but acknowledge that this month, though it's kind of caught up in the dreariness of winter and it's, you know, we have permacloud hanging over us, we have so many beautiful things that occur in this month, especially in the life of the church, in a unique way in the life of the church. You know, we enter into this month of February, and almost immediately we begin by having our attention drawn back to the Lord, especially in the way we celebrate the presentation of the Lord in the temple, calling to mind that, believe it or not, now it's been 40 days since Mm. we celebrated his birth. And on the presentation of the Lord in the temple, we celebrate Our Lady and St. Joseph bringing their child, the baby, the Christ child, Jesus, to the temple, initiating their participation in worship, but also presenting the firstborn to the Lord. That was yesterday. Now today we celebrate the beautiful and great feast of St. Blaise, a very noble saint. And it's popularly known for those who get their throats blessed, like Chuck and Joanne did this morning at Holy Mass. (laughs) Chuck has a cold. It was timely. (laughs) See, God's providence always works. Comes through. But then also one of the things that this month is particularly known for, not just in the realm of our faith and in our Holy Church, but even something that's celebrated uh, throughout Mm -hmm. culture is the feast of St. Valentine's Day. So this month is just kind of chock full of all of these beautiful opportunities for us to draw closer to the Lord and to have an impact on the culture around us, you know? You know, every month, if you really tune in to the mm-hmm. liturgical calendar, which we are doing more and more, I think it's part of the journey of faith, you really see how uh, our faith is a faith of celebration. It's true. Well, we Catholics, we're busy people. Yeah, we are. You know, we always, there's something going on every day. <laughs> and we love to celebrate. <laughs> celebrate our Lord. There's always it's something going on in our church. So many know? different so. ways. Yes. And we're, as you mentioned, we're never off call. <laughs> no. And um, But, you know, for the people out there, again, this is the Sacred Heart Hour, and this is the time that we try to help uh, those listening to uh, be more familiar uh, with the enthronement of the Sacred Heart and the beauty of enthroning our Lord Jesus into your home, business, organization, parish, school. And um, if you've already uh, enthroned Jesus, then it's about, you know, those recommended practices that if you pull out your manual on page 17. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many homes have we already enthroned? We're nearing a thousand. Yeah. So right, there are many of you out there that are also very much aware of what we're talking about. And, and maybe, Father, share that. a little bit the importance of why you have to keep the enthronement fresh in the home, like adoration and other ways to do that. Well, you know, before that, we want to also invite those to call in. Very good. And to thank Scott and Mary Ellen Williamson, who... Now I've gotten up so early, fourth time, to be here in our studios of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AMA 20, to take your calls and answer your questions. And to just consider this, 
And we ask you to call in at 614-459-4820. And, you know, there is no obligation here. We're not selling anything. We're all volunteers. We are, we are doing is giving you an opportunity. And also, this would be a phone call back. So as Father explains it, please tune in this morning and learn more. Father? <laughs> back on air. <laughs> uh, you know, well, we gather together on this first Friday, and the day itself has great significance. The first Friday of the month is a day dedicated mm-hmm. to drawing close to our Lord Jesus Christ through his sacred heart that he makes widely available to us. And one of the ways we can do that is not um, just by drawing close to him in the sacred mysteries of the Mass, but also uh, by making use of the sacrament of confession, Mm. making use of the opportunity to take a break from the chaos and the busyness of our lives and just spend a moment with the Lord and to inhale and exhale and focus Mm. on Jesus. But then also Mm. we have this incredible privilege of bringing our Lord into our homes and this is really something that there it's not a heavy-duty obligation. You just bring the image of our Lord into your home. You bring our Lord into your home through a sacred heart. And for many people, they bring our Lord into the homes, and they want to make sure there's that commitment factor. And it's not a one-and-done type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure that we all appreciate the reality of the gift of our faith, and we don't let it turn into superstition. It's not just hang a picture and then I'm good to go. Now, it's, Father, people have said to me, he's already in my home. What's, what's different about this? Yeah, what's uni- unique about this is that this is something that the Lord initiates. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something it's uh, the Lord calls us to mind, um, and then he visits us, and he lets us know, you know, in those places, in those homes where my heart is exposed and venerated for honor, uh, I'm going to bless those people there. We already know wherever two or three are gathered, the Lord is present. Right. Wherever two or three are gathered, and that's a beautiful consolation, especially mm-hmm. in these trying times. But the Lord wants to make sure that the coldness of humanity, the coldness of the world that can so easily envelop us, he doesn't want that to have a place in Christian homes. He wants his heart to be the Mm. center of the home, and from that heart he emanates his glory, his grace, and his warmth. So would some of the key words be exposed and honored? I believe so, yeah, because, I mean, he he actually gives us the image of himself that he Mm. wants to have, the image of our Lord Jesus Christ with his heart actually, you know, visible. You know, how he exposes his heart for us so that we may know that nothing can contain his love for us. Nothing. You know, he wants that love to break forth everywhere and through us and that we become eventually channels of that divine love. And the beauty of the enthronement is we can also then have adoration at home. Absolutely. To adore our Lord with his heart because some days we can't make it. Yeah. to Mass, or we can't make it to a holy hour. But every morning we can get up and have a little reflection and adoration in the home. Absolutely. And, you know, there's there are moments in our days, you know, when we're carrying the laundry up the stairs or we're you know putting Many. the dishes away you know, yes. or we're cleaning the floors. And all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, it's been a while since I checked in with the Lord. Yeah. And then we say, oh, is there going to be time for me to drive to the parish church? Or is there going to be time to get to Mass? You know, well, maybe there isn't time for that, but you can stop and pause in your home and make sure it's a Christ-centered moment, a Christ-centered event, a Christ-centered experience. You know, even our chores being done with the Lord is something beautiful and a holy offering. And I think, Father, for those maybe for the first time, they're asking what this is about, what is the process? Mm-hmm. And, and I would say it's a two-step process. The first step is the invitation, and we come out a team of two, and we have 40 teams, and we bring everything. We bring the statue, we bring the images, we bring manuals, we bring everything you need so you don't have to do anything. It takes about an hour, and we're going to lead you through the preparation for your enthronement. We don't enthrone homes. You enthrone your home, your family, to the sacred heart. And I think as households are saying, now, what does this cost? Well, there's no cost. We do leave a donation envelope because we are a total volunteer self-sustaining uh, organization or apostolate, but there's no pressure. The The envelope does not even go to the missionary. It goes to our treasure, so there's no pressure. And um, once the preparation phase starts, we come back the following week 
at a time that works for you and your family. And again, it takes about an hour and we witness your enthronement. Mm-hmm. And you can even bring friends over yeah, for that enthronement. Many people do. Yep. Family. And yeah. family yeah. and so forth. So that's what we're really, not. Yeah. Just it could be just the two. Exactly. Yeah. So I think what we're saying is it's a process, takes about an hour for preparation, an hour for the enthronement. But the graces, Father, are yeah. tremendous. Well, it introduces prayer into homes mm-hmm. where oftentimes people find it difficult to pray, even Absolutely. though they're disciples of Jesus. And it's uh, you know, sometimes it's very difficult to figure out, well, how am I going to get the ball moving here with my yeah. spouse? Yeah. Or how am I going to re-focus you know, focus my life as an individual on the Lord? Or, you know, I'm living in my fam- with my family. How do I get everybody on board? And sometimes it's very difficult. And this is the perfect diving board. You know, you enter into the enthronement. You're many praying the rosary times, every day, the litany of the sacred heart. And many times this might be the first time Absolutely. that the family has gathered. And also there's no problem with not knowing the prayers or <laughs> not true. having a rosary. We yeah. bring rosaries. <laughs> All the prayers are in the manual. And so it's just, you know, an opportunity for a jump start or, or a renewal. And, um, and it's beautiful. It's something that. We didn't make up. This is something that has come through the church, through the promises from our Lord to St. Margaret Mary. I mean, it, this is God's idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's something important to highlight. It comes from the Lord. Yeah. He, he's the one that visited St. Margaret yeah. Mary. He's the one that placed this desire in the heart of Father Mateo. You know, mm-hmm. And the Lord does not want those who love him, those who follow him, to suffer from the coldness of this world. He wants us to, he wants us to stay warm with him. Now, there's been one addition, and that's you, Father, on the DVD, (laughs) because the television (laughs) is now very much a part of our culture, and that has also been uh, transformed for the Lord in that the teachings that we leave, uh, we have an initial explanation, and then we leave that, and so it's about, what, eight, ten minutes a day, And, and some people, many, have said, you know, they're happy that we do leave it because they want to watch it again right? or share it. Yeah, and each day has its own segment, and each segment is focused on a different topic within our faith. And it's just meant as like a little vitamin booster, you know, just well, to help introduce something. Well, it's also a priest. You know, we'd all love to have a priest come. <laughs> so you are there via DVD answering questions, and it's been another tremendous Gift Just please apostolate. forgive me if we happen to meet in person and you say, oh, Father, you're in my home. And I say, no, I assure you, I've not been in your but home. But you'd like to come for dinner and just, you know, check in. Well, again, uh, Scott and Mary Ellen Williamson are on the phone, 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820. And if you have not had your home and throne, a great time now in February to go ahead and call in. And if you can't call in today, you can go on to our website, sacredheartcolumbus.org, sacredheartcolumbus.org. Or, or Chuck, they can still call the radio station and be they'd be happy to relay a message. Right. But either way, they, they can register. And also, we have the conferences coming up, Father, That's where true. they can register. Yep. The Women's Conference on February 18th and the Men's Conference on February 25th. But I know, Father, you wanted to share a little bit about St. Valentine today and what true love is. Well, you know, I think it's important because uh, when we focus on the Sacred Heart, it's important to remember that this isn't focused on a one-dimensional piece of paper. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not focused on a picture we're hanging on the wall. It's focused on renewing our focus and our commitment to divine love, that divine love which is manifested Mm -hmm. in the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're all entering into this month of February, and of course, everyone's lovey-dovey. You know, we're buying our little Valentines and decorating our shoe boxes and trying to figure out, you know, what bottle of wine am I going to buy? And you know, not, not even opening it usually. And we buy chocolates that go moldy and everything else. You know, we're focused on how yeah, to win over it all our love. Away. Um, and here we are, you know, in this month where so much of our culture, so much of our uh. even our country, you know, focuses on Valentine's Day, and we forget the saint behind Mm. St. Valentine's Day, and how true it is that if we're forgetting the saint behind St. Valentine's Day, how often do we forget 
the Lord who is supposed to be behind the home, before that thrust of divine love, before that reality of human love. The Lord is supposed to be at the center of that. And St. Valentine, he's fallen away from most of our memories. When we know did the he day. Live, Father? Well, we're going back in time. Yeah. He makes all of us look like we're uh, newborn infants. Okay. <laughs> he was in the year 269 uh, mm-hmm. AD. So in the early days of the church, mm-hmm. you know, when the church was still uh, basically growing into Rome, and surviving. I mean, this was a heroic time period in the life of our faith where men and women who believed in Jesus Christ, they had a conviction that sustained them because they knew tomorrow might be my last day. So this day, I have to literally give my all to the Lord. And Valentine uh, was a priest. He lived in a, a time which when we hear about what was going on, we think it's rather bizarre. Marriage had actually been banned. Really? Marriage had been banned in the empire, and the whole purpose behind that was the emperor wanted to make sure that the men were more focused on warfare. He didn't want them to be distracted. And they also thought, you know, that immorality was a way to, you know, just kind of carry the tone of the day. And in the midst of all of this, you have the Christian population. Mm. And in the midst of the Christian population, you have this priest, Valentine, and he was encouraging the young Christian men and young Christian women that uh, when they were ready for that commitment to pursue eternity hand in hand, heart in heart, in love, that that was a noble, a noble gesture, a noble goal. And he assisted in that, in that, and he actually witnessed many marriages, and he ended up being caught and found and persecuted and martyred for his defense mm-hmm. of Christian marriage, but also the reality that God gives us to each other oftentimes. And so that's kind of how it, we begin our focus into this reality of love. Valentine protected the exchange of love, but he protected the exchange of love between one heart and one heart, one man, one woman. And it was a beautiful gift. And, you know, he wrote a note of support to one of his fellow prisoners and um, just encouraging that prisoner along the way. And he said, from your Valentine. So now here we are 2,000 years later, <laughs> living Father, little I'm just, notes. I'm just so grateful for you to explain this because I think in our culture today, there's a real need to recapture. Absolutely. To recapture oh, yeah. even our history. Right. Think of it going way back, you know, in our early days, yep. but also to recapture the essence of what it is we're celebrating. Exactly. And, yeah. and for Christians... It, it always goes back to the Lord yeah, and points the way to him. And when we lose that, oh, dear, we're in big trouble. <laughs> That's so true. Well, what sustained Valentine's appreciation and defense of love? It was yeah. his love for Jesus Christ. Wow. You know, so Jesus Christ was at the center of this whole drama. Jesus Christ was at the center of this gift of self that Valentine made of himself mm-hmm. uh, in defense of marriage, in defense of true love, in defense of love being a path to eternity. And we have to make sure that as Christians today, we keep Jesus Christ at the center of all of who we are and what we do. And for those of us who, you know, live in 2017 um, and we're trying to hold on to a piece of furniture because time keeps going faster and faster Mm, by us, we have to make sure that we're holding on to the Lord. And we have Mm. the Lord at the center of our feast days, the Lord at the center of our celebrations, and the Lord definitely at the center of our homes. And so this beautiful opportunity in this month of February to recount, as everyone is celebrating Valentine's Day, we Christians have to remember, no, this is Saint Valentine, and he gave his life to the Lord because the Lord was at the center of his focus. And just as he was at the center of the focus for Valentine and all he did, you know, we are able to now make the Lord the center of our homes and the center of all we do right now. And this can be a great time to renew our love for the Sacred Heart. And for and one another, absolutely. And for one another. We bring each other to the Lord through our prayers before the Lord. Oh, you know? I love it. And Have then a Mass offered for your loved one for oh, St. Valentine's Day. <laughs> that is beautiful, Father. Well, I think, you know, the heart, and the heart is love. And that's beautiful. And I know, Father, as we're just, you know, discussing this morning, uh, the reason for Valentine's Day is really not just the candy, but it's the true love of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. It's his love pouring out. And that's what the Sacred Heart is about. And so for those that are out there, have not had their families enthroned, their homes enthroned, now is your time. 614-459-4820. 614-459-4820. 
or go on to our website, sacredheartcolumbus.org, sacredheartcolumbus.org. And also schools. I'm thinking about uh, you moms out there driving children to school, you know, to make a point of speaking to your principal or teacher. And uh, I know Watterson has had this beautiful enthronement to the Sacred Heart. So to try to really get this going, not just in our homes, but in our businesses, in our schools, Every way possible. And for you husbands out there, oh, yeah. you guys usually carry a particular burden and a cross. You're like, <laughs> what am I going to do for my wife this year? You know? Well, you know, bring it back to the Lord. Make yeah. a gift to her by oh, the yes. Lord. And don't blame it on me if it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> After all, I'm a priest. You know? so. I think I share with Father, I used to make a heart-shaped meatloaf and put ketchup on it with mashed potatoes around it. I'm not sure the children, I think they would have rather eat a pizza. It was the thought but that counts, Joey. It was, it was the, the thought, thought that counts. It was healthy. It was healthy. <laughs> well, at least we know the Sacred Heart is healthy for everybody. Exactly. We don't know about the meatloaf always, but we know the Sacred Heart is always healthy for everybody. <laughs> Well, he he's really the saint of lovers and father, right? Of true, absolutely, of true love. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and that's the beauty of the enthronement. And I know, yeah. Father, you have a couple of things maybe that reflect on his love and the great story. Well, and just meditating upon the significance of the heart. I mean, mm-hmm. how many images do we receive with the heart on it in this mm-hmm. month of February? And you know, just some beautiful thoughts to keep in mind. Everyone knows the heart is a symbol of love. But if we can reorient mm-hmm. our memories and our attraction, remember every time we see that heart on a card, you know, on a box, mm. uh, every time we see the heart that our little children draw on, you know, the board or whatnot, to see that as a visible reminder of the love that Christ has for us from his sacred heart. Uh, we also are invited to consider that when our Lord wanted to remind us of his love, he showed us his heart, his physical heart, as a sign of the great love he has for us. Keep in mind the words he says, behold this heart heart. Those are the words of our Lord. Behold this heart. He said those words to St. Margaret Mary at Père Le Monial in France. Behold this heart which has loved men so much. It was as though he were saying, see, oh see how I love you. I am nothing but one great heart. I am all love. From now on, when you see my heart, you will be reminded that I am the God of love. Love me in return with your whole heart. I mean, those are the words of our Lord. Mm. Gentlemen, write those down. Put them on a card. Put mm. it in quotes from the Lord to you, my wife, my girlfriend, whatever the case may be. Our Lord's heart is like a summary, a kind of digest of the greatest story ever told, the story of his love for all of humanity. And every time we look at a picture or a statue of the Sacred Heart, we should be reminded of this wonderful story. Every time we see a heart in this month of February, just mm-hmm. allow that to be a reminder of Christ's love for you, regardless of where you are at in your faith, where you're at in your journey of life, regardless of what you've done, what you've said, or what you should have done and didn't do, just when you see that heart, remind, just let it be a reminder of Christ's love for you. You know, Father, this is so helpful because trying to navigate and be in the culture that we're in today that is sometimes often very difficult and not Christ-centered, to try to retrain our minds, to Absolutely. try to even a secular, yeah. you know, a secular heart, to try to or we have so many negative and even sinful uh, messages to try to flip that exactly. for the Lord to say, you know, when you see a heart in a set, Jesus, I trust in you. Exactly. Jesus, I love you. With, yeah. Change my heart, Lord. You know, renew my heart. That Then it becomes a prayer in the culture, the well, secular culture. Do you remember culture. what I told you when I was little? I was taught in CCD by Sister Josephine, and she used to have us memorize uh, the little phrase, Sacred Heart of Jesus Pierced for Me. Help me live my oh, life for thee. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I, mean, I learned that when I was in like I five or six years sound. old. I you know, find that. every yes. time we saw a heart, that was we were, we were supposed to say that Sacred Heart of Jesus yeah. pierced for me. Help me live my life for thee. Now, now I'm 35. It's been 30 years, and say I still it remember. Slower, <laughs> Father. That is beautiful. In the well, this comes from Sister Josephine. Yeah. May she rest in peace. She was a Dominican sister who taught me in CCD, and she had all of us learn mm-hmm. that whenever we would see a heart, we would say. Sacred Heart of Jesus, pierced for me, help me live my life for Thee. And uh, you know, I'm even surprised I can remember that, ah, that clarity. It's, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's early in the morning. It has to be the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. You know? But when we see that heart, to ha- exactly yeah. what you do, transform our association. Mm-hmm. You know, associate that symbol with the Lord. 
rather than just with emptiness. Well, I think when you bring the Sacred Heart in the home, it's really about the transformation of the home. It is. Of the home and the family. And, you know, it's that refocusing the home on Jesus Christ and that his love is so much greater than all the issues going on. Oh, absolutely. And he wants to just uh, use this as a, as a phrase, he wants to trump everything in your house. Yeah. So it is the, the heart of Jesus' love. And then that transforms our hearts so that I know for Joanne and I, we can be more loving to each yeah. other and then mm-hmm. to our children and grandchildren. For you out there, that love in this world has been watered down. Right. And we have to go back to the true love. And that's why. Call in 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820, and just sign up. We invite you to sign up this morning to allow your homes and your families to be enthroned because there's no greater gift that you can give on this Valentine's Day than the true love of Jesus Christ. Once again, we're... Uh Blessed to be with you in this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month. And as we bring to a close this first segment, please join me in offering up this prayer to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. 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 Fortner Upholstering, family-owned and operated, providing quality craftsmanship and custom-ordered furniture. Online at fortnerinc.com. All are invited to a medical ethics conference, The Economy of Life, featuring His Eminence, Cardinal Raymond Burke, on Tuesday, February 7th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the OSU Medical College, Miling Hall, Room 112, 370 West 9th Avenue, Columbus. Joining Cardinal Burke are distinguished speakers Dr. Patrick Lee, the Director of Bioethics at Franciscan University of Steubenville, Danielle White, attorney with Heartbeat International, and Dr. Frank Ferris, executive director of the Palliative Care Program at Ohio Health. Reservations are not required for this free public event. Help us drive home the Word of God to our St. Gabriel Catholic Radio family of listeners. Did you know that you can donate your car, truck, or van to AM820? and your donation may qualify you for a tax deduction. It's easy and a great way to share the Word of God with listeners all over Ohio. Call 614-459-4820 or visit us online for details at stgabrielradio.com. Inspired Interior Creations. Specialized in custom home remodeling. Interiors, kitchens, and bathrooms. Inspired Interior Creations in Lancaster. Online at bbb.com. Good morning. This is Father Stosh Daly here in the studios at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Joining me in the studio this morning for this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month of February is Chuck and Joanne Wilson. Good morning. Good morning. As we continue to progress through this Sacred Heart Holy Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, Please keep in mind that you are welcome and invited to call in to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio at 614-459-4820. 614-459-4820. In this hour, as we enter into meditating upon the beauty and the glories of the Sacred Heart, we've been thinking about all of the beautiful things that take place in the month of February, especially our opportunity to renew and rekindle our investment in love, especially in the divine love of our Lord Jesus Christ, but also in the beauty of human love with those who are around us. And uh, meditating upon the gift of the holy saints like St. Blaise and St. Valentine, but also keeping in mind the opportunity to 
make sure the Lord is at the center of all that we do and all that we think. As we enter into this next half hour, I invite you to please join me as we pray the uh, daily covenant renewal between our hearts and the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and to the most immaculate heart of your mother. May we love one another more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive us our sins. Teach us to see you and the members of our family and those we meet outside the home, loving them as you love them, especially the poor and oppressed, that we may be instrumental in bringing about justice and peace. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what's beautiful is in that prayer, it highlights something very important to love. Whenever someone actually loves, you have to be willing to forgive. Mm. You have to be willing to forgive. Mm. And you have to be willing to let go, you know, and that's, that's probably the most difficult, one of the most difficult challenges in love mm-hmm. is having to be willing to forgive when, especially when you have to, you love somebody and they transgress against you or do something wrong or offend you. You have to be willing to forgive. Well, and we've just had a tremendous help in that year of mercy. Absolutely. That, you know, yeah. our Holy Father gave us uh, so many um, beautiful words and opportunities and graces because as we receive the mercy of our Lord to just think about who in our life exactly. do we need to extend mercy or receive mercy. So it's all connected to And God in his providence. He's always providing us opportunities mm-hmm. and events to grow mm-hmm. ever more deeper in our knowledge of him and our love for him mm-hmm. and our ability to be forgiven by him for our sins, but also yeah. to then turn and forgive to others, you know, and in the, in the coming weeks, we have some very powerful events that are coming up here in the local church yes. where men and women are able to go to these events, these yeah. conferences, and uh, learn more about the Lord from these very talented and dynamic speakers, mm-hmm. learn more about the Lord, uh, grow in our love for the Lord, but also be forgiven and learn how to forgive others. Uh, Chuck and Joanne, why don't you highlight what's coming up for the local church in these conferences? Well, first of all, mm-hmm. on the men's conference, February 25th, um, it's going to be at the same building that the women's is, the new building down at the Ohio Expo Center, the Cardinal Building. And it's going to be a day, again, for men, opportunity for us to come. And I think, Father, the first thing is it's just a fellowship. It's exactly. The, it's the right. hospitality right. that mm-hmm. men are coming together. We're all on a separate journey. Exactly. We're all at a separate place but we're united through Jesus Christ. And he brings us to the point through those first talks, and we're gifted to have this year Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and he's going to help us um, lead us through the kickoff, then Father Jonathan Morris. And as you mentioned, he's not only got a talk for us, but he leads us to the reconciliation preparation. Yeah. This is the Fox News. The Fox and, News yeah, and people, everything. A lot of people know him. And we're going to have 60 priests there for wow. the men. And what a gift. You're right. And then afterwards, it's the fellowship, it's the lunch, it's the organizations. And then we come back with the founder of That Man Is You, the person who is on the tapes. And wow. uh, that's going to be Steve Bauman. And Joanne can't <laughs> wait to get her plug in for the women's conference. The women are but the, the men, the men are running. Right the, men are, the men are running behind the numbers. Am I gonna have to referee this? Yeah. So we need you to get signed up. Well, but, I would say to bring this back to the Sacred Heart theme, um, you know, the women's conference will be February 18th, and I think once again, as we come as missionaries to support families and schools and their witness. Sometimes we need that support and to be in a room where there will be, I know that we have almost over 3000 women pre-registered, but that support for faith, that support for reconciliation. I had a dear friend five years ago, hadn't been to reconciliation for over 20 years. And it was the support of all the women that uh, and her friends who brought her there renewed 
she wouldn't miss it now. So the Lord has planned wonderful things. And for women, we do have a little shopping. We do have women like uh, holy reminders that are also pretty. But it's more um, like a mall. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I wouldn't say that. It's many opportunities. But, you know, the speakers, the but it really does all point to the love of Christ and his mother. And it's not just for fun. It is for real fun, for authentic fun. Well, it's that fellowship that Chuck highlighted. I mean, there's nothing more powerful than going to these conferences and realizing Though I may be in a distinct place in my life, yeah, and I have trouble finding others who may be able to relate with me, I'm not alone. I'm not You're alone. You're standing in that building with 2,000 or 3,000 or 3,000 plus people who have the same faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Many of them are there searching for a way to go deeper. Many of them have struggled with the ability to reconcile themselves with the Lord because of something in their past. You have this opportunity to learn more about the Lord Enter into fellowship with your other Catholic Christians. And many takeaways from all the organizations. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Of, Absolutely. You know, follow-up. Yep. And, um, and it's a gift. I mean, it's an incredible gift. And people come from all over yep. Ohio and the Midwest for these conferences, and they're right here. And, you know, in addition to the conferences, I really, you know, I want to give a plug for St. Gabriel Radio. Oh, yes. I, was, I wanted to do that, Father. <laughs> it's one of the greatest gifts we have going it here. It truly is. And they're going to have a prime spot. Number one, Always. that people can come up and say hello to Bill and Dave and Colleen and the <laughs> and whole gang up. and sign up. But the good news is Sacred Heart Columbus will be right next to them. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So it's a two for one. You get the radio and you get the enthronement. And you know what? When you get that bumper sticker, would you please make sure you put it on your car? Because when we're driving along the freeways, there's nothing more encouraging than when you're going or you're stuck in traffic. And you look around and you see all of these beautiful Catholic bumper stickers for St. Gabriel Radio. And it just lets you know there are people out there they're listening. And if you get your car washed, make sure it's still on your car when you come out of the car wash. Practical <laughs> wisdom from Giant Wilson. <laughs> so. but, but I think it's, it's a time of opportunity for the women to have a day, for the men to have a day. And the, we're going to have, we had a shout out for St. Gabriel Radio, but I want to shout out to the priests. The priests come to these conferences. Thank you, fathers. Thank you, fathers. Thank Mm -hmm. our priests today. Our bishop. Our bishop. And he. it's a special mass for the women with the bishop, and it's a special mass for the men with the bishop. You know, I I think we want to highlight that the opportunities that our church has, starting with, of course, our holy sacraments, and that we have so many opportunities and that all we need to do is take advantage of them. Say right. yes to the Lord. And today at the Sacred Heart Hour, we are, you know, really explaining about another powerful opportunity. So call in, talk to Scott or Mary Ellen Williamson. Thank you very much. 614-459-4820. Call with your questions. Call with your um you know, opportunity dates that you'd like to sign up, but uh, give them a call. Don't let them sit there alone. And if you're <laughs> and if you're in the car, if you're in the car, no, either pull over and call. And if not, remember sacredheartcolumbus.org. Oh, that's sacredheartcolumbus.org, and you can certainly register. But I know also, Father, this has been a very Celebrating month of February already, I know you lost someone special at Holy Family, and we lost someone special in the priesthood, Father Joe Lodge. And maybe Mm -hmm. give some perspective of their love for Christ and the witness that they gave Mm -hmm. to us. And I know Father Joe was very important to our family. Yeah. You know, when we think of um, all of the beautiful people God has placed in our lives, Mm -hmm. we cannot help but be filled with gratitude that God has placed these significant light posts, if you will, mm-hmm. who just shine the way to go as we walk towards the Lord. And keeping in mind the promises our Lord offers to those who basically return the love to a sacred heart, that fourth promise, Jesus mm-hmm. says, they shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life mm-hmm. and especially at the hour of death. And uh, yeah, Holy Family, Sharon Wing, who is the director of our soup kitchen, just a beautiful, beautiful soul. 
she, when I first went to Holy Family, she <laughs> gobbled up every holy card of the Sacred Heart she could find, hmm. and she offered them to every single guest who had come to our soup kitchen, hmm. which, you know, on an average day is well over 300 people. She would give them our Lord's hmm. Sacred Heart, have them pray the prayer, and offer them the gift of consolation of knowing that the Lord is walking with them. I did not you know? know that, Father. And uh, so, by extension, she was one hmm. who propagated the devotion to the Sacred Heart, which is fulfilling another request of the Lord. Remember what he says, for those who propagate this devotion, your name will be written upon my heart. You know, And in addition to Sharon, we had this beautiful, just absolutely incredible example of fidelity lived out in the life of Father Joe Losh. Mm. Um, Father Losh, of course, passed away on Tuesday, I believe. Sharon passed away on Wednesday. And these two people were just absolutely... 110% given over to the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, wherever they were, whomever they met, you could not but help understand that there was this love for Christ, a love for the Lord. You know, I thought uh, the Lord would take Father Joe on this Sunday because the gospel was the Beatitudes. Oh, yes, yeah. And I, as I was reading that, I said, he, he literally was the living Beatitudes for, for so you know, many, for yeah. us. And, uh, but I think that he also, his love, it all originated with his love for Jesus and love the Holy Spirit. But you guys had an experience of Father Joe we Lodge did. with the Sacred Heart in your we home. We did, Chuck. You want to share with that back in the 80s? Back in the 80s. Well, first of all, uh, Father led two pilgrimages to Medjugorje in yeah. 88 and 89. Joanne went on the first one. Our family went on the second one. And we witnessed a faith-filled, spirit-filled, humble humble priest who truly was so much into prayer and the Word hmm. that it was like doors open along <laughs> the way that, you know, the secular world would be saying, we need a type A person leading this pilgrimage. <laughs> and we were given Father Joe, but it was a real witness. You know, I just, one memory, we have so many, but what, as we were in Mostar walking through, here these, it was very communist then. And, uh, you know, we really had to be careful with our public display of Christianity. Father Joe walks through the security and starts singing May God arise, the enemy be scattered. It was like, <laughs> Father, you're going to get us arrested. You know, he's singing praises to the Lord. And, you know, they're looking at him. But, um, and our God reigns. I mean, he had he had these joyful songs and that would was, come from his he heart. He was so connected to many of you out there. So this is not just Joanne and I. I know he's touched oh. a lot of lives. But the one story was Father did come to our house many times, but one time was to lead us through life in the Spirit as a family. And then the second time was to enthrone our home. Enthrone our home first, then the life in the Spirit. And he came through to enthrone our home and that was the first time, I'm the convert, that I really experienced the love of Christ when mm-hmm. he was doing it. Yeah. And Joanne, explain what happened <laughs> at well, the front door. <laughs> he and people who know him know he was very humble and quiet, man of few words, but uh, but powerful words. He opens up the front door and with this, you know, kind of booming voice, especially for Father Joe says, Enemy, you have no place here. Leave this house. And I was like, I didn't know he was here to leave. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like, oh, my. But, you know, now, how how many years later? Yes. Yes. Enemy, leave this house. Leave all Catholic Christian homes. And really, the enthronement of the Sacred Heart is a overt way of saying Jesus will now be, you know, in a new way, honored and a king of our home. And not that, you know, not that we're going to all of a sudden, it's a process. We know that it's a journey, but we're going to try. We're going to try, even try something new. With gratitude for such a beautiful life lived well and for a beautiful priestly life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, please keep in mind that Father Joe Losh's funeral will be on Monday at mm-hmm. Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Grove City. 
And please pray for the repose of his soul and for the blessing of consolation on his family. I think it's 1030, Father. 1030 on yeah. Monday. But the, uh, you know, keeping in mind our gratitude for these people that the Lord places in our path to help us get back to him, you know, we bring to a close this particular segment. And I invite you just to think of the people in your life who have inspired you to remain faithful to the Lord, taught you how to pray, taught you how to love, and taught you how to forgive. And join me in this prayer. Please help us carry our cross, O Lord, daily out of love for you. And help us strengthen this love by frequent participation in the celebration of the Eucharist. Thank you, dear Jesus, for all the blessings of this day. Protect us and all families in the nights that are to come. And help us, O Lord, to live that we might get to heaven and be with you forever. Amen. 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 Christ has no body on earth now but yours. No hands, no feet, but yours. Sign up today to comfort the afflicted, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, or counsel the doubtful. Go to the Community Volunteer button on the St. Gabriel Radio website to contact community organizations about volunteer opportunities. That's the Community Volunteer button online at stgabrielradio.com. Dr. Lewis and Integrative Pediatrics of Ohio is now Sancta Familia Center for Integrative Medicine and has moved to 5925 Cleveland Avenue, Suite A. Online at SanctaFamiliaCenter.com. There are many ways to listen to AM820 on the radio, online, and on smartphones. Listen live on your Android and iPhone using St. Gabriel Radio's very own app available from your app store. You can also get the Catholic Perspective on your computer. Just go to stgabrielradio.com and use the Listen button at the top of the homepage. Tune into the faith as you cruise across town and around the world. Back in his arms again, an organization which helps families suffering miscarriage and infant loss to provide a proper and dignified burial. Please join us for our annual benefit dinner Thursday, February 9th, 6 p.m. in Nugent Hall at St. Andrew Church. Enjoy a delicious meal, a bountiful silent auction, and learn more about the impact of this growing ministry. That's Thursday evening, February 9th at St. Andrew's. To reserve your seat, go to backinhisarmsagain.com. Nos Lumine, a business leadership network for Catholics developed by Jim Gernetsky. Not just great business people, great Catholic business people. Online at elevatingserventleaders.com. Good morning and welcome back to this Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. This is the first Friday of the month of February, and we have the privilege of spending this time with you, meditating upon the significance of the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Father Stosh Daly, and I'm in the studios here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with Chuck and Joanne Wilson. While Hello, we're, Father. While we're here, and uh, heading into this final segment of this Sacred Heart Hour, for those of you who are joining us from your car or from your home, I just invite you, if you have questions about the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, or you have questions about enthroning the Sacred Heart in your home, place of work, or even school, feel free to give us a call here at the studios at 614-459-4820. Again, 614-459-4820. Or, at another time or another moment, you can learn more by visiting our website at sacredheartcolumbus.org. All one word, sacredheartcolumbus.org. As we enter into these final uh, moments of this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday, you know, we're just going to revisit one of the promises our Lord makes to those who respond to his divine love. And in a particular way, we're going to spend some time thinking about and meditating upon that fourth promise, which says from the Lord, They shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life and especially at the hour of death. Then the last segment, we reflected briefly upon some of the beautiful souls that the Lord has placed in our lives uh, to basically assist us on the journey. One of them was Father Joe Losh, may he rest in peace. Another, Mrs. Sharon Wing, director at the Soup Kitchen at Holy Family. But you know, another person um, was Father Michael Scanlon. Oh, absolutely. You know, the TOR. He, uh, he's the one that helped, mm-hmm. as under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, make Franciscan University of Steubenville what it is. But one of the things that you, I think about when I think about these incredible people, yeah. is first of all, the common denominator among all of them a love for Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So, so you have this community, you know, this community of people mm-hmm. who all love the Lord. 
And this community that they have among each other becomes their refuge in life. And it just mm-hmm. ushers them into the refuge of the sacred heart and death. And I think that's something that's very important for us because when we are in our homes, when we're, you know, as individuals or as a, a married couple or as a family, as a child or as a parent, or we're in the place of work as the employer or in the place of work as the employee, mm-hmm. isolation or solitude uh, being, th- you know, thinking somehow we're left alone, that's an incredible temptation. And we're not alone. Mm-hmm. We are not alone in this life. The Lord Jesus Christ walks with us. He spends time with us. And all we have to do is really not so much open our eyes, but open our hearts to him. You know, Father, it's uh, interesting that you would point that out. I have just finished last night rereading Let the Fire Fall that mm. I read for the first time, I think, like 20 years ago. By Father book. Michael Scanlon. By Father Michael book. Scanlon. Yeah. And he makes that point so clearly And he also makes the point because he wrote, um, you know, what's it called at the end? He kind of updated because he had written a book so many years before. But looking forward, he talks about um, the Holy Spirit certainly was Mm -hmm. very prominent, but that you are never alone. Never. Never alone. And also uh, suffering. He, I don't know if he knew he was going into a pre-dementia, right. but yeah. he said, you know, he welcomed the purification that he might need for his soul on earth at this time in his life, the end yeah. of his life. And he was almost excited for it. Yeah. But what a, what an attitude. And to see, we were privileged to be there two hours before Father Joe Lash passed away. And to see an incredible peace, but also to see people coming in. Father Antonio came in. You had been there. Your son, Father Father Wilson Wilson. had been there. The bishop, Father Lump. I mean, you know, he was also not physically alone. The Lord sent people. And I, and I, I, we can count on that. Yeah. And, and I think that's I think that's an invitation but also a challenge. Yeah. You know, if you're out there and you're listening right now and you think, you know, I I just wish I had community. I yeah. just wish I had fraternity. Enter into the mystery of Jesus Christ's heart. Enter into the mystery mm. of the mass and you will find yourself surrounded by so many people, not all of them are visible, you know, but you'll be surrounded by so many angels and saints and the words of the homily, the words of the mass, they console, they uplift you, but also they surround you. Yeah. You're not alone. And this is the mystery of our Lord's love, the mystery he makes available to, to us in the sacred heart. And Father you know, Scanlon had made a comment, and I remember this when I was a young seminarian at Franciscan for a conference with now Father Bill Hahn, and he made that powerful statement, which resonates throughout the world. There's no one so lonely as a freshman oh. on a college campus. They've left mm-hmm. their home. They've left everything they're used to. They left all the people they know, and they're someplace new, surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands of people. And he saw that. He saw that uh, vulnerability, and he drew attention to it. And the way he drew attention to it was by bringing the Lord to them Absolutely. and them to the Lord. Absolutely. And that was one of the first things he did was organize the households, which Absolutely. was not an option in the in yeah. the beginning. It was mandatory or because of bring, helping to bring Christ in a, to the students. Because what's the university for? if not for students. Well, I remember even like some of some of the enthronements I did, you know, five, six, seven years ago with people, I would visit nursing homes or assisted living facilities or, you know, independent living facilities. And these individuals, and you could sometimes literally hear it in their voice or just see it in the way they live. There was that yearning, that longing for community. And by the end of the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, you could tell the Lord, they were able to finally acknowledge the presence of the Lord who had always been there. Father, this is a great opportunity to share about the auxiliary. Right. For those who participate in the devotion mm-hmm. of the Sacred Heart and enthrone the Sacred Heart, but may not be able to, for whatever reason, join mm-hmm. as a missionary, you can participate as an auxiliary. You unite, you unite yourself spiritually to the works of Sacred Heart Columbus, and you're always held in our prayers, and in turn, we hold you in ours. Um, you know, And there's that mutual exchange of attention and devotion and prayers we all basically unite spiritually hand in hand as we journey towards the Lord. We need that. It's an important role. Absolutely. Well, and I think of um, Sharon at the uh, soup kitchen or Father Joe Lash with a lot of his apostolates, people of God's love. Absolutely. And down in yeah. Atlanta and a number of people in Columbus and the Marian priest. And I think of Father Michael Scanlon. 
But the one thing I thought about they all have in common is they said yes hmm. to Jesus Christ. They said, yes. yeah. they said yes to Jesus Christ. And because of that yes, I know Joanne and I are here. Mm-hmm. Our family has right. graduates from the university. Father, you are here because of your yes, but someone had to say yes before you. So I think if we leave anything, it's the yes. And the first yes you can make today is to the Sacred Heart because it's his love that you have to receive first in order to go out and share that love and his mercy to others. And no greater way to receive his love than through the enthronement of the Sacred Heart beyond the sacraments. The sacraments are first, but this brings it into the home. And that's where a lot of the battle is today in the home. That's why Jesus has given us his sacred heart for families as a refuge. And as you say, I they, they shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life. Boy, do we need that in our homes today. Right. We and need to be protected. the first two promises, Jack, I will give them all the graces necessary for their state and life, and I will give peace to their families. And their so, homes. And we ask you to please call in. That's one way we can know if we're reaching you and what questions you might have or things that we can, you know, explain or go in a little more in depth. So please do call at 614-459-4820. And if you can't call today, and you're going to the conferences, sign up at the booth right next to St. Gabriel Radio. And become a sustainer of St. Gabriel Catholic (laughs) Radio. You get it. Keep this, you know, radio show on the road. Absolutely. But I know, Father, we have a few minutes left, and any additional reflections today as we leave this, our fourth time, Father, and it's interesting we were on the fourth promise. That's <laughs> true. Well, you know, I, something I would like to invite everybody out there to consider is, in your own mind, mm-hmm. define the word refuge. Mm. Where you're in your car driving, you're in your car stuck at the traffic light, you know, you're at the home doing uh, chores or you know, running errands or you're helping the little ones or the not-so-little ones, and you're hearing this, in your mind, what does the word refuge mean for you? What does it mean? What does it mean to say the word refuge? You take that definition... And then you apply it to the words of our beloved Savior, Jesus Christ. And whatever definition that is, that's what he wants to be for you. Jesus Christ wants to be your refuge. He wants to be the one to whom you go when no one else quite understands what you're trying to say. He's the one that understands what you're experiencing in the heart when no one else can really put their finger on it. You know, Allow the Lord Jesus Christ to be your refuge at this moment. Don't put it off. Allow him to be the refuge for you now right now, right here, wherever you may be. Allow Jesus Christ to be the refuge for you. And do not hesitate in giving your all to him. Do not hesitate in placing yourself there with the Lord in that refuge, regardless of whatever baggage you may be carrying. You know, we all have issues. Some of us have more issues He'll than a magazine you rack. You know? <laughs> but don't hold <laughs> yes. back. Allow the Lord to be your refuge. That's what he uh-huh. wants to be for us. And there is a certain vulnerability in that. I admit that. There's a certain vulnerability And we have to kind of set out into the deep, put out into the deep, as we so frequently hear from Mm -hmm. sacred scripture. And of course, our beloved St. John Paul II, put out into the deep, put out into the deep that is the refuge of Jesus Christ. And don't be afraid, do not be afraid to meet the Lord, or rather to allow him to meet you where you are now. And you keep that in mind. And as we enter into or go ever more deeper into this month of February, a month that is filled with so many beautiful events and things to do and Uh, memories of the past, uh, but also it's permeated with that experience of human love. Let us remember human love is just a passing feeling if it's not rooted in divine love. It has to be rooted in divine love. Um, And we have to see each other as a path to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, thank you, Father. You've given us a lot to think about and to be renewed in and to kind of uh, refocus on what this month is about. And to also, um, you've really helped me with St. Valentine's Day. Chuck, I'm looking forward to the best one ever. <laughs> and he's looking forward to that meatloaf. He's looking forward to that meatloaf. You know? Well, the pressure's off because we have the sacred heart, and that's our challenge that's to you. That's right. Sign up. And I thought maybe we just close to put this under the mantle of Mary. Absolutely. And we can pray a Hail Mary. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us now, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And let's have the prayers for Father Michael Scanlon, Father Joe Lash, and for Sharon. Pray for us. Amen. Amen. WVSG Columbus, Ohio. This is the home for listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820.